If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show with the very amazing, incredible Liz Goodgold, who's been a friend of mine. We've, we've known each other for a long time, and we always are supporting each other from afar. So she's in California. Of course, I'm in the Midwest now, and I just want to welcome Liz to the Double Your Sales Now show. Good morning. Great to be here. So excited. I know you have so many things to share, so we're going to dive in. I'll introduce you in a moment, but before I do that, I want to thank one of our very generous sponsors. So our sponsor is Business Adventures by Dia. What would you do with an extra five hours a week? What about 10? How much money are you leaving on the table because of the time you spend not generating income? I know we can all relate to that. So Business Adventures by Dia is your virtual office manager offering back office support to business owners nationwide. You know, we all started our businesses because we had a great idea, but often the best use of our time growing our business takes a back seat to the other tasks we need to complete. So Dia, Business Adventures by Dia can help. They offer support with bookkeeping, payroll processing, documentation, social media and marketing content, research projects, project and task management, event planning, and much more. They wear all those extra hats that you don't want to. Plus, they have over 20 years of experience on their team, and I'm telling you, they can make a difference in your business and getting it to the next level. They are your one-stop shop, and you can reach them. You can contact Dia Lianis at 505 933 4333 or dia at com. Please reach out to them if you need some extra help. Awesome. Okay, now we're going to dive in. Let me tell you about Liz Goodgold. She she has, she's done some impressive things. I've read her books. I love all of her books. She continues to put out amazing work. She also works with clients, corporate clients, as well as individual clients. And at the very end, she'll tell you about that. So let me tell you about, she's a branding guru who is good as gold. That's what I love about Liz. She's an author, coach, and motivational speecher who shares how to brand out, stand out, and cash in on your business. In fact, her clients typically boost their income by at least 40% after working with her. This fiery redhead has engaged audience such as Pfizer, Warner Brothers, 
Abbott Labs, Qualcomm, and over 150 other companies and associations. She's a former brand manager at Quaker Oats, business editor at Times Mirror, and lowly book schlepper at Macmillan Publishing. She's appeared on virtually every network, every network, including CNN, CNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, PBS, and perhaps even PMS. I love that. She's a celebrity branding expert on Hollywood scandals for seasons one and two, and is on a new TV show airing in the fall. And Liz and I haven't caught up enough to even know about all those cool things. So in her third book, Speak Gooder is now available. And I said that, yes, yeah, Speak Gooder. So make sure you grab a copy of that. So I just want to welcome Liz. I'm excited to have you here. And we're just going to dive in because I want you to think back when you launched your first business back in the day. Mm-hmm. What did you believe or what limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling? My limiting belief was really clear is that people wouldn't pay the fees that I wanted to earn and the fees I wanted to charge. And not only did I believe it, I joined and had an advisory board. So perhaps you're familiar with Vistage or Tab or one of those type of groups. Yes. And I said, okay, I am thrilled to join this advisory board and here are my goals. I'm going to get $10,000 per speech. I am going to become a branding contributing editor to Entrepreneur Fortune or Forbes and I am going to charge $10,000 for coaching. And they told me that there is a difference between stretch goals and achievable goals and I should change my strategy. So can you imagine, Ursula, here I am with a group that's supposed to support me and believe in me, and they're telling me that just from listening to me, I'm wrong, and I can't do it. Wow. So, of course, you know what I did. I did it. (laughs) I put them on paper because that was their format, the one-page business plan, which I still agree with, right, and the very measured metrics, right? You know what I mean about Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I put them all down and within nine months, I achieved every single one of them. And I dropped out of my group and I said, clearly I'm with the wrong group of people. So this is one of the reasons I wanted to interview you because I know you've been, you've had great success in both the corporate speaking arena and, you know, let's face it, there's not a lot of women making a lot of money in that space. I think there's more today, but I definitely think, you know, you have been one of those people who's been very, very consistent. And of course you have the other side of your business, which is working with individuals and teams and others. But I mean, you know, keynote speaking and really putting yourself that that's, that's a big step. So you did that in nine months. So here's what I'm curious about. So obviously you doubled your sales in your first nine months out the door and you did it after people your support group, so to speak, your coaching group told you you couldn't do it. I mean, and I know you, I I know a little bit, like there's something about you, Liz, like you, I'm sure when someone tells you you can't do something, like you go and do it 10 times over and better and explode. But walk us through that process because, you know, I'm sure we have listeners who are in the speaking space or in the coaching space. They would do anything to, you know, charge $10,000 for a keynote. And of course, I know your space is branding and, and helping people. So how did you, how did you make that make that leap to overcome those beliefs? Well, the first thing I did is I thought I was a good speaker. And the truth is I was a good speaker. Taking into consideration what I always say, fish don't see water, right? Sometimes you need a Simon Cowell effect. You need someone (laughs) to tell you the truth, love or God, right? So I needed to really get the bead on if I was good enough. And I was good. And I said, you cannot be good in this space. I have to be phenomenal. So I will tell you, I hired a $10,000 coach. I will also share with you that I have an ex-husband who said that was the stupidest amount of money he had ever heard anybody pay. And to put that in perspective, 
I did pay her the six months. My first $10,000 speaking gig was in Hawaii. My second one 10 days later was in Hawaii. My third later was in New Orleans. And in one month, I made $30,000. And when I can look at an ROI, a return on investment of one, it only took one space speech to pay back my entire coach. Right. I thought that was a bargain. It was the best money I ever spent. So for people listening, to me, the key takeaway is if you want to charge those high fees, you can't be good. You have to be phenomenal. And I'm dead serious about that one. Same with, and I know you're this way too, the same with selling your products. And that was probably my other limiting belief. Again, I did hire a coach. I would go schlep out and do speeches and come home with nothing, no revenue. Until my coach said to me, Liz, don't you believe in your own products? I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't want to be selling, you know, I'm giving great information. And she said, so let's put this in perspective. You drove, this is LA County. You drove 40 miles, which of course takes you two and a half hours in Los Angeles. You set up, you greeted hands, you shook hands, you gave the greatest information and your total revenue for today is zero. In fact, if you add your time and mileage, you lost money today. Now, why is that a good day in your book? And she said that. She said, Liz, I have read your books. I listened to every single one of your CDs. Yes, in this day, there were CDs. And she said, I believe in them. I adored them. Why don't you? Wow. And I really had to get to the point, and I am not saying that I huckster people or manipulate. I don't do that at all. But you better believe that I do let people know, and I'm very clear about it. And in fact, I even use, if you will, my teaching component and my sales component. I merge them together. So if I'm going to make an offer to a group, whether they work with me or not, I'm fine. But I always say, guys, I have a bronze package. I have a silver package and I have a good gold package. And if you're listening to me today, notice that I have tied my brand name to my offerings. And your key takeaway today is to make sure that you do brand your offerings because you don't just want to call it first class, business class and economy. Delta, United, none of them call them that. They have all named it. And when you name something, you own it. So do you see what I'm saying, Ursula? As I'm quote selling, I am still teaching. And this became my magic formula. I never felt and I refused to say I am going to tease you with the information. For example, well, if you read my book, well, if you coach with me, I would tell you. I gave up on that strategy and really shared as much as I could in the time and said, if you want to take a deeper dive, here's the bronze, silver and good gold. And if you are doing this business, you need to be making offers as well and branding them just like I do. Right. Well, obviously, you live in the space. You own the space and you know it very well. And, and for those who are listening, you can hear the confidence in Liz's voice. We talk about that on the show a lot about how, you know, confidence really does sell. But you did the hard work and you invested in yourself. I've had so many people on the show who talked about the investment they made in themselves and the return on investment. And I get it. I mean, I personally have spent, you know, almost $100,000 on coaches and training and on and on and on. But it's always come back to me. And it, it's one of the scariest investments at, at a time. But, you know, if you see someone and you need to, learn, need to work with them, like maybe you're hearing Liz and you feel like, gosh, I really want to work with her. That's your nudge. And I think it's so important to follow that nudge. So, Liz, after that, like you you fast-tracked in those nine months. What I'm curious about, I always love to know, like after that experience, what did you believe about sales and selling then? You kind of alluded to it that it's, it's kind of an authentic process. You give a lot and then you, you know, offer the next step. But if you could summarize your belief now in one sentence, what is that belief about sales now? That you are never selling anyone. You are offering them value that solves a problem. If they don't have a problem, they don't need you. I mean, I'm sure that you always talk about discovering needs. If I am on the phone with a prospect, 
And this happened just recently. I mean, the guy's on Amazon. I look at his product offer, product offerings. I looked at his sales. I looked at where he was and I know where my niche is on the coaching side, which tends to be $5 million in revenue and under. And I looked at the guy and I said, you don't need me. You don't have a branding problem. You have perfectly great names. You own the domain. You have the trademark. You have a variety of products. They're priced at the right price point. You have really good advertising. You get an A. You don't need me. And that does relate because you only want to work with people that you can help, right? If everyone's firing in all cylinders, then there's not going to be a great return on investment for both of you. And I want people to go, wow, that was the greatest, not just the experience, but the metric to me is the only thing that matters. And the metric that I use is simply revenue. If you don't increase your revenue by 40% in six months, I am appalled. I'm ashamed. And we've done something wrong. That's phenomenal. I mean, that is you in the work and I get it in coaching. I mean, when you're when you're that committed and you're working with someone, it's sometimes it feels like just as much work on the coach's side as it is on the other person's side. And I can tell how much you you give to your clients. And so so sort of tying to this, Liz, let's go back to the first nine months. Like you took a quantum leap. And I think you've already talked about a few of these things, but if you could summarize, what are the two main strategies that you think you used that helped you take that quantum leap in nine months? Sure. I think the first is you embrace confidence. See, I had already built up the competence, right? And so they're related. So all of a sudden, I have to stand five foot five, all five foot five. That means my shoulders are back. That means I stand planted solid on two feet. Ask me, I have a whole thing about shoes because I have to stand and be strong and steady and confident. And after I had so many successes, I could just put out my hand and say, I can do this. It's okay if you don't want to work with me. And that to me is the confidence that I finally had. I could walk away from business. And if you want to ask me, that was probably the life turning moment for me, which is when my gut says no, the answer is no. And every single time I have taken a job because I've needed the money, I have felt like I have vomited up those dollars three times over. Wow. I will never do that again. And I've done it on the corporate side. I literally was hired by a client and was told, Liz, would you please stop worrying about us getting new clients? We don't care about that. You weren't hired to do that. And I went, we have such a fundamental shift. This was a mistake. So that's the other thing. For me, there's just so many lessons along the way. And that is you never take the money. You don't just grab that money because you need the money because you will not be happy. You will not get screaming, raving fans, and you have missed the opportunity to do other work. So it was really about building your confidence, really standing in, in what you knew and then not taking the, just not taking the deal. So the opposite of that, you were really clear on who your top 20% is. Oh yeah. And then I ask, and I really believe that there's a concept if on the coaching side on, are you coachable? Yeah. (laughs) This is really clear. I mean, I remember again, talking to somebody and brilliant, smart woman who had a product and she kept saying, but it worked in Berlin, but it worked in Berlin. And I couldn't get her to understand that Wow, amazing product that worked in Berlin, but it's not going to sell here unless you adapt. And I could hear she wasn't ready to do that. And I said, perfect, then let me make a referral for you. And so to me, it's always what I call especially, you have to have the courage, you have to have the chutzpah, you have to have the cojones, and for women, the vajones, to walk away. (laughs) Yeah. If you can't walk away, then you are too needy in that business. Excellent. 
Thank you. I mean, those are such great points in, in just building confidence, getting really clear, being willing to say no. And that is so hard. But the second you can say no, that means your confidence is high enough that you believe that more is coming. So, so Liz, I don't, I want to make sure you have time to share your expertise. You are an expert in branding and, you know, working with clients both privately and also on a corporate level. I would love for you to share two to three strategies or whatever it is that you want to share in the next 10 minutes or so and just really bless our audience because I know there's so much they could learn from you. Sure. So one of my big things that I want all clients to do is be really clear about their brand DNA. And what I mean about that is what are the things that make you uniquely you? And so a lot of people when they're new in business will say, oh my gosh, I have an amazing company. I have great service. I have great quality. I have a good value. And I want to say thank you that I'm glad you're in business, but that's not enough. I want you to go deeper. And so you have to understand your personality traits to such an extent that it forms the basis for how you introduce yourself, how you write your copy the words that are proprietary even in your own bio. So as an entrepreneur, for example, you really want to make sure you have a really good handle on what makes the brand called you. And if you're witty or you like to play, I joke all the time that I'm word girl, but if you have really listened to what Ursula said about how she introduced me, you would hear some distinctive phrases that are mine. So if you're listening today, the first piece of homework I would have for anybody is... Keep a running list of the words and phrases that are you, because the more that you deploy them, the more that they become ownable and the more that they come back to you. So to make sure that I'm not talking in the abstract, let me give you some really solid examples. If we are talking right now and you're saying, oh, my gosh, let me tell you when I reach the tipping point, we know that we're basically paying homage to Malcolm, right? That is his phrase. That is his term. He owns it. It's not a trademark issue. It's not trademark infringement. It's mindshare infringement. If I said I made something last night and it was semi-homemade, I am quoting Sandra Lee, who's built an empire out of that brand. Is this making sense? Yes, absolutely. So I'm telling everybody. So your phrase, and we heard Ursula say it, is the quantum leap. You heard it earlier. She not only wrote that book, that is her philosophy. That is her phrase. And every time she says it, she reinforces her brand. More powerfully enough, when other people say, oh my gosh, I made a quantum leap. You see what I mean? Your brain is automatically thinking of Ursula. So write down all the words and phrases that are distinctly you. I've done it with my clients and some of them have amazing. And once you own them, often they'll make their way into taglines and they'll make it into your copy. So if you are ever looking at the homepage of your website or your bio and you're stuck, it's not because you have a copywriting problem. It's because you have a branding problem. You've never looked at and said, wow, what is unique, cool, different, and personality-driven about me that I can put on paper? So one of my clients, for example, has a Pilates and yoga studio. And I really listened to her, and she talked about, for her, Pilates is about strength and stretch. And I said, okay, well, there's your tagline, Bonita Pilates and Yoga Studio, where strength meets stretch. Hmm. Voila. So people are killing themselves to come up with taglines. It's because you're trying to create something out of nothing, whereby my clients are creating something out of their brand DNA components. Aha. 
Mm-hmm. Very, okay. very different. And when you have those phrases, I've taken those phrases and turned them into books. The other thing that I want my people to remember is you have to create flawless recall. What I mean by that is people have to remember you each time and every time. They have to pronounce your name correctly. If people cannot pronounce your name correctly, they won't. Another new client right here. Love this guy. He is so energetic. He's so coachable. He's so brilliant. His name is Wasim. And if you're listening here, you're going, hmm, Liz, I wonder what she said. But he is branded as Wasim the Dream. And the reason is so that you get that mnemonic device, meaning the rhyme, which helps you pronounce his name correctly. Because perhaps you're not familiar with this Jordanian name and you see it, you have now been clued in. And if you're worried about how to pronounce somebody's name, as we well know, you won't. Right? You'll be walking down the street and go, hey, girlfriend, nice to see you. (laughs) Not so good. Right? Hey, honey. You know, hey, dude. Hey, bro. You hear this all the time. That is their shorthand saying, I have no bloody idea what your name is. So I tell everybody who has a complicated name, find a mnemonic device to make sure they pronounce your name correctly. I have found, unfortunately, that a lot of people are dyslexic. So one of those great speeches, I'm over at the Mayo Clinic, and I'm introduced on this huge stage as Liz Goldgood. Oh, yeah. It's not the first time. And I just said, I'm done with that. So my verbal introductions say, here is a branding expert who is as good as gold. Liz Goodgold. Brilliant. So it keeps them in the cadence such that they now pronounce my name and it flows good as gold. It's not the perfect metaphor, but it's certainly better than being introduced as Liz Goldgood. So that's also really important. And you can tell when people are not getting your name or they keep forgetting if, again, and this is a branding problem. If you keep going to networking events and people say, oh, I'm sorry, what's your name again? What's your name again? You have failed in that networking and that branding strategy to produce flawless recall. That means you have to change how you're introducing yourself. You probably have to be more visible. You're probably not making a great first impression because clearly you're coming back on the second and third time trying to make a more indelible impression. So brand, DNA, and flawless recall. Those, and that's the holy grail of branding, Mm -hmm. flawless recall. People have to remember you in order to work with you. People have to remember you in order to refer you, right? You can't say, oh my gosh, let me introduce you to this, the most amazing QuickBooks pro. Her name is, oh shoot, I can't remember. See the problem? Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I'll really listen to people and they'll say, oh gosh, Liz, I heard an amazing speaker. Mike, perfect, tell me the name. And they forgot. That's a branding problem. See how your business is going to be limited. So one of your goals is to make sure that you are employing all of these techniques to make sure that they don't forget your name. So it might be that if you have a complicated name, you only use your first name. It may be that you shake the hand and you extend the business card at the same time so that they get it. It could be that you teach them how to pronounce your name. It could be that you teach them how to spell your name, right? And sometimes you joke, you know, hey, my name is Amy. Yes, it's double E's at the end. My mother was having a bad moment. I don't <laughs> care. But the point is, I will now get it and listen to it. My husband, for example, his name is Pat. But what he discovered with me is that every time he said his name was Pat, people heard Matt, right? People don't pay attention. You have to think there's alcohol, there's noise, there's chatter. It doesn't work. So instead, what he says, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Patrick. And when he says Patrick, no one gets his name wrong ever. So I believe starting with some of the cool, solid fundamentals 
right? Get your name right. right. Understand your brand DNA. And to understand your brand DNA, you need to really have and put on your Teflon coat and ask people, right? What do they think right. about you? For example, I know the good and the bad. I know exactly who I am and I'm comfortable with it. But I will also share with you, especially when it comes to coaching, I can be very curt. In other words, if you want and you need a lot of loving and coaching and you did a great job, but the results aren't there, then I'm probably not the right coach. I mean, I will be, I mean, I literally, my, one of my clients last week, that was one of our huge goals was to get her signed with a New York book agent. And we did it. I had tears in my eyes. I was so happy mm. for her. I knew she didn't have to self-publish this book. I knew she could get a New York agent and we did it. Trust me, it's her work. It's her effort. But I was there to celebrate. But if all along the way I just said, hey, you know, oh, yeah, you'll be, you're, it's beautiful. It's great. You're doing a great job. She wouldn't have got the agent. I truly believe she needed to be coached to a higher standard. You know, I used to be an editor at Macmillan Publishing. I have a pretty good handle on how you get books published, right? right? 22, my clients have published 22 books in the last three years. Wow. Right? So because it builds visibility, right? You need visibility, mm -hmm. credibility to boost your profitability. And I follow that formula. So what I'm saying here is that you have to make sure that you're really clear on who you are, what's you, and what's the DNA. So I tell my people, and I have to be cautious that sometimes when I say, here's feedback, three bullet points, right? It's three. I mm -hmm. put out three bullet points. I didn't say, here's five positive things, and then there's one, and I get the fact that sometimes I should, but I understand that about me. And all I'm saying is that you have to understand that about you. And, and who you are and how you work with your clients. It's exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Well, and I think people know who are hiring you. They know that, that, that that's what they're asking for. They're asking for that direct feedback, cutting through it, helping. You know, they want your help. They want your support. So phenomenal. So for everyone who's listening, hopefully you took a lot of notes on brand DNA and flawless recall. And by the way, most people just call me Ursula. I know Mencius is really hard to remember. Yes. Most people wonder what nationality is, and I'm okay with that as long as I remember my, my first name, you know, the first name and that I have long hair. And Liz, you've talked about that. I'm never going to be able to cut my hair, so I'm going to be 100 years old and have hair down to my waist, just so you know. How about me? I have red fire branding, right? And I'm thinking, right? gosh, we're good. This red hair turns gray. What am I going to be, gray fire branding? <laughs> See? Never. <laughs> Never. So, so Liz, I know people are listening or say, like somebody right now somewhere in the world, because now we're in, tw I think I just read 19 or 20 countries. Someone somewhere is saying, I want to hire this woman. So a couple questions. How can, how can people keep in touch with you? Is there some kind of a cool free offer that they get? And then also if they want to hire you, how could they make that happen? Sure. There's two things. If you go to the general website, redfirebranding.com, you can take my does your brand sizzle or fizzle quiz. And that truly will alert you whether you have the 20 key elements to see if your brand is on fire. That's option one. Option two, and I'll give you the bit.ly link, you can also download for free my red hot branding checklist and you can work it that way. So if you go to bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y dot com, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash Liz Goodgold, you can get the free hot branding checklist. So those are two great free resources. If, however, you're listening to me and going, oh, my gosh, I need more help. I need to figure out. Let me make this offer to you. I will offer a virtual coffee with a coach. That's me for $99. Yes, if you see it on my website, it is significantly more. And this is a benefit to you. And some people, I mean, I have done this session with people who in rapid fire fashion say, okay, I just need this answer. Does this work? Is this, I'm thinking, am I on the right track? Is this the right price? Is this the right strategy? And you get answers in a very quick manner because I just re 
hosted my website, the $99 offer is I'm going to just make you email me because it's not up and it's not a hidden site and I don't want you to pay the price that's on the site. So you're just going to have to drop me an email at liz at redfirebranding.com with the subject line Ursula. No last name needed. Perfect. Liz at redfirebranding.com. And for everyone too, if you're listening to this, all of these notes will be in the show notes. So you can review down there. You can click on things. It'll be there up for the life of the podcast as long as it's up there. So people will be able to find you easily. My team's phenomenal at that. So Liz, I'm going to give you the last 30 seconds. Last piece of advice for all of our listeners. My, I guess my real parting advice is be comfortable in the you you are now. And I share this as a redhead who worried who was too fat, too crooked teeth, too fair skin, too freckled, who didn't tan, who hair was curly, who hair was frizzy, who was that. And all of those make me who I am today. There isn't anyone who doesn't know me thanks to this red hair, and I welcome it. I keep my skin enrobed in sunblock 55, and I'm happy with it. I only wish I were happier sooner. I own who I am today, and this authentic redhead is the one that you're going to meet, who's the one who's going to talk, and she's the one who shows up every single time in her authentic shoes. So stop being, I need to be X. I need to lose my accent before I get paid. I need to do this. No, you don't. You are good enough in exactly who you are. And only thing you can do is make you a little bit better. Perfect. All right, Liz, thank you so much for being with us. And I just want to encourage everyone to download those free items and connect with Liz and and, or hire her as a coach if you need that kind of support. Thanks again, Liz. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for being here today. Again, if we can support you in any way, you can go to salescoachnow.com. And on our site, you can get you can download the video series, The Sales Secrets of the Top 10%, and you can get that on our website. And there's lots of information about our free and upcoming events as well as our next sales camp. We hope to see you there. Thanks, everyone, and make 2017 your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.